0: My name is Bob the Drag Queen, and I'm Money Exchange, and this is Sibling Rivalry.
1: (laughs) Hello, Monica. Girl, I just used this crazy filter on Instagram, and my lips look ashy as hell. Please get to go look. Jess, I want everyone to go to, if you are listening to this, go to watch the video on Instagram, on YouTube, or whatever. My, that's not how my lips look. That is so shady.
0: I want everyone to know that I'm looking at a picture of Monet. I'm looking at Monet in real life, and her lips are cracking. <laughs> Shut the
1: fuck up. Shut the fuck
0: up. <laughs> Monet looking ashy Larry. money money looked like
1: dave Chappelle when he was uh in that that little you know i bring up i reference that sketch so much and no one ever knows it. thank you for knowing that (laughs) well okay i mean i grew up in a black house so yeah we
0: watched it a black american house i'm sure that i've
1: been bringing up to black americans all the time and they're like girl what how old are they how old how old yeah there
0: it is and there's your problem. These youngins don't know
1: about, I no, will no, say, no gauge look build. at Miss Bob the Drag Queen wearing her little tank top, trying to show a little body. She's trying to give a little more to exchange. <laughs> I'm literally
0: showing, I'm literally showing as much body as I normally show. I'm usually wearing my spaghetti straps that come down <laughs> to here. But okay. I actually, I actually am wearing my overalls that I always wear. But because I always wear them, I put them down because I don't want to be like Bob always wearing the same two outfits. But I don't go shopping a lot for clothes.
1: Well, you know what? That's good. Bob and I do not contribute to. The disgusting habit of fast fashion, J.K. Bitch, I am a fast fashion to house down boots. <laughs> I, I, was, I was about to say I am fully wearing pants from an urban outfitter, so please don't don't tell everyone <laughs> this I is are. from this is from Primark. I remember one time I went to the UK, and you know how I'm obsessed with Primark, and. Uh, and a fan saw me at a Primark in Ireland or something, whatever. And I was walking around afterwards and I got like a whole tweet storm of, oh my God, Monet Exchange talks at Primark. She's contributing to the downflow of society. I cannot believe she would. I was like, I just wanted to. Were some you fans. not like, bitch,
0: weren't you in Primark with me at the same time? Bitch, <laughs> if you were there. What's good, Monica? What's good? Also, what were you talking about before we? You were like, I'll save it for the. uh," You were like, I've been trying to. You know what? I'll save it for the show.
1: Oh, I just feel like for the past two days, I really. I'm not even. I'm not doing a thing. And I know y'all think that we. Like we Bitcoin the podcasts do a thing. I am I just I, I just my life is a constant stream of of conscious consciousness and I just feel like the past two days I have been trying to reach out to you just to chat and whatever and it's also it's been a very hard past like four days for me and you have not done a very good job of reciprocating my uh I need to talk to you just to chat.
0: Well, I want to say that I hear you. Your your feelings are valid. They're not necessarily facts because I have our entire call log where I've called you. I actually can post the screen grab on my Instagram story right now if people want to see the amount of times I've reached out to you in the past couple of days um, and had uh, conversations or ones where you didn't even answer the phone. Um, but I want you to know, Monet, that if you need to like hear from me or talk to me, you can always text um, you can always say, "Hey, girl, I really need to chat right now," because those moments are are available to you as a good friend of mine.
1: Well, I also want and to um, since you um, subscribe our, to my Patreon. If, uh, <laughs> if any of our friends happen to be here, we I think uh, oh, and an, an overwhelming majority will say that Bob the Drag Queen is one of the most is one of the hardest person to reach. But when Bob wants to reach you. Bitch, you better make the <laughs> fuck sure that you are available because he will <laughs> fucking. <laughs> I was gonna say that. Ah,
0: that is so nasty and so rude. Y'all yeah, don't know. So, my, my rule is my only rule, my only thing is I have a rule. I always call twice. Every time I call someone, if they don't answer, I call back immediately because I always think to myself, you have been like running to the phone and then you got there right when it's like, I always call twice. But other than that, and I'll say, hey, can you give me a call? Hey, I always text, hey, call me back. I call, I call twice and then I text, call me back.
1: Can I give you can I give you advice? First of all, Jay DeFeo gave you a great advice for a coffee table book. You never listened to it. And I've given you this one. I've said it to you before. What was the advice gonna, again?
0: What was the advice? I can't remember.
1: You should have a, a coffee table book like, of jokes. Like just like a little coffee table book, of Bob the Drag Queen joke, so like funny little anecdotes, something like that. And then I say that you should do uh like a Bob the Drag Queen, like another coffee table book, like book, like rules or advice for life. Because you have very to me, in my opinion, funny and ridiculous rules of how you govern yourself and how you <laughs> govern your friendships and relationships. So I think that it will be very funny.
0: Well, I'm currently working on a book, um, which was kind of like soft announced like almost a year ago, but it hasn't been, um, so I'm currently writing a book. It is not a comfortable table book, but you know what? I really enjoy the process.
1: Well, you know, in case you guys are all just tuning in, thank you y'all, thank you for tuning in. But my name is Monique Exchange. <laughs> My name is
0: Bob the Drag Queen, and we are reviewing uh, the lucky episode from RuPaul's Drag Race season 13 live. I mean, okay, who just went home? Probably nobody knowing Drag Race. Yeah. No,
1: No, nope, nope. <laughs> girl, went- and you're right. No, the fuck body. We are back at Wait, where no, we so were at last week.
0: No, last week. No, who just went home at the beginning of last week?
1: Oh, oh, oh um, Olivia. Olivia Lux.
0: Oh, yeah, that's right. Olivia Lux went home. And the girls were like, you know, back in there. And apparently, Olivia wrote like her nice message on the, on the the mirror, and she was uh, sent home. Um, I mean, it was her time. I think it's time to move on, right?
1: <laughs> what? Normally, Bob is like, yeah, it's sad to see her go. Olivia goes, yeah, get the fuck out of here. Um, anyway, moving on. Swift is competition. Damn.
0: Well. And the thing is, I'm
1: not sick of Drag Race. I
0: will, I will watch every season that I can get my hands on. I even try to watch the ones that aren't in English, but I, but I not, I, can't, I can't read that good. Um, <laughs> but I will like try to watch so much Drag Race. But that being said, this is a very long season of RuPaul's
1: Drag Race. Girl, we are a quarter into the year, and. <clears throat> Holy A quarter. God. A quarter. That means one quarter of 300... We are one quarter of 365 days into the year. And, bitch, the oh season is still not done. Well, girl, this
0: season is interseasonal. It was from, from the winter. It is going into the spring. I was like, not interseasonal.
1: Not, not
0: traversing seasons up in here. But that being said... I started my notes at um I was so they, they're like coming in the room they're talking about like what, what they want to do with the money and all the girls like reinvest in my drag and Candy's like, I want to buy a boat.
1: That's hood bitches, girl. I have to say I had gr- ridiculous, uh, do, uh, uh, grand ideas what I want to do, what I wanted to do with my money too. And the hood bitches, we just like we just like nice things.
0: Girl, you know, Candy took her stimmy and used it on some bullshit because
1: <laughs> she's gonna. Spend- <laughs>
0: A hundred, on a. I just want to buy a boat because, I, first of all, where are you going to put a boat in New York?
1: Everyone um, who
0: drives boats,
1: what? La Marina, right there, uptown. La Marina is right there. You can park your boat right there. Yeah, Monet, all of those spots are
0: taken. That is one of the most like coveted parking spots for a boat in America. And I got a feeling that they cost a lot of money to upkeep. Maybe a, if your boat's 100000 where's, where's where's the rest of your money coming from? Cameos? Like this from shit pride. is expensive as hell. From, from pride gigs, you gonna get
1: money from pride gigs.
0: I mean, most of the boats that you see in New York are from New Jersey, are from Long Island, and they like drive them in. Very few people are 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 uh, wealthy enough to park their boats in Manhattan.
1: But. Well, I think Candy Candy Muse is going to be an iconic queen. I think she's going to be fierce. And I think Candy Muse can afford to have a boat uptown by La Marina, where all the Dominicans and Puerto Ricans be chilling in the summer uptown. I think Candy Muse can do that.
0: Okay, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, sure. Also, doubling doubling back really quick, I want to say about about Olivia. I think, honestly, it is really impressive that Olivia, as they said, at that point when the show was filming, she was doing drag for maybe a year and a half. And the fact that she's gotten this far on Drag Race after doing drag for such a... I could never in my... I'm trying to think where I was two years into my drag and I could have never competed on Drag Race at this level. And I think kudos to her for doing so well.
0: Yeah, congrats. She did a really good job. I mean, I, I think that that I mean there's a few baby queens in the history of drag race who competed on the show, Shangela, Valentina,
1: and Shangela um, did and, not do well.
0: But Valentina did pretty well. And uh and uh Candy uh Candy Ho, and she also didn't do very well. But Valentina and Olivia seemed to be the ones who were able to uh prevail um despite yeah. their uh you know being freshmen in the class. But anyway. Uh, What did you do with your Drag Race
1: money? Put it back into drag, honestly. I mean... uh, I made like some investments, uh, you know, I think that when I think that a lot, to all the girls who are on this season, if they happen to listen to this, I don't I don't know what girls from the season listen to this or not. I, I have no idea. But if you all listen to bitch, get you a financial advisor and get you things that mm-hmm. so you can stretch your money out. Don't be out here thinking that the money is ever flowing. No, take the money that you are getting from this year into you and bit, like RuPaul said, pay your fucking taxes and get a financial planner to help you make your money long and strong and not short and weak.
0: And uh, like Bob's knees.
1: Yeah.
0: My knees are. I have the Megan B. Stallion knees. Everyone knows it. But I will say <laughs> a, a big part of and also paying your taxes is more than just paying your taxes because, bitch, I paid my taxes and then I got audited and I paid my taxes again. So, Girl. so make sure. Let's right now. You Oh, you're going to pay those taxes. Hell or high mm. water. You're welcome to say Miss Helen Highwater. You are gonna pay your fucking taxes. Um, but yeah, invest, invest, invest. I heard you invested in um, uh, oil and big pharmaceuticals. Is that true, Mona?
1: Yeah, um I actually bought a fracking ranch in um in, oh, nice, uh, nice. in La Marina, actually, uptown. Um, in, in New York City. It's really nice.
0: Oh, what? So you're fracking right into the East River. Wow. Oh, we're yeah.
1: destroying it. Destroying it.
0: Right down the Hudson. Um, oh, 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 oh
1: Rosé's fucking cheese foreskin joke. I don't know if people got that, but that shit. <laughs> what did she say? She was like, um, so, someone said something about cheese. She's like, girl, well, we're going to find the cheese when, when I take off all these sites tonight. And you know Rosé is uncircumcised. I was like, I'm fucking done.
0: <laughs> I didn't. That went over my head. And honestly, I'm, now, I can, so now I can smell it. Now I can smell it. <laughs> the smell of drag queen tights is something that will stay with you for a long time. Like it is uh, a real thing. Um, mm-hmm. I also love that now that Ru, obviously there's no mini challenge. They're going straight to the to the gig this week. And RuPaul's like, we're gonna have Jamal Sims, and Mick is like, Mick is over here wooing, like gushing over Jamal Sims. And then she's like, I love when she goes, um, America's gonna think it's crazy because I, lo- they're gonna think I'm crazy because I love Jamal Sims. Like, no bitch, that makes sense. It's not like you said. This is weird, but I have a crush on Stephen Hawking's. Like, you didn't say, you didn't say, like, (laughs) America's going to think it's so weird that I want to fuck, you know. It's like, everyone wants to fuck Jamal Sims.
1: I know. And I was like, I am literally wrote in my notes, I'm going to fuck that little white bitch up for trying to steal my man. (laughs) I was like, how dare she? Also, did you notice that they screamed a lot this episode? Yes, the girls react a lot, but I feel like, I don't know if I was hyper aware of it. Every two minutes, like, they walk into the room and they're like, yeah! And they're like, we're the top four. Yeah! Then RuPaul, hello, hello. Yeah! What's the challenge? Yeah! I was like, calm down, bitch. This is the last, I was like, I need to calm the fuck down. Well,
0: there was definitely a vibe in the air that they were more, they, they seemed less exhausted than every other yeah. top four. Because yeah. top fours are usually like, we. Re- this has been a slog. Girl! Like, I'm just mixed. <laughs> Mix like I'm just so bubbly and excited, and I'm just so happy, and I'm just oh, this is gonna be great. And Candy's laugh. By the way, I wrote down I love Candy's laugh. Like I love hearing Candy's little gills. what is it? Like she loves like. <laughs> I,
1: I, I, I just don't, really and, want I don't laugh. <laughs> I love Candy. You know, I have to say I have um Candy and I didn't get we didn't we didn't work a lot, but obviously I've seen Candy around a lot, Um and um, we we did a few gigs together, and once. One time I did a gig at Metropolitan in Brooklyn and uh walking in, Candy, that, that was her regular Saturday gig with, with Frankie Sharp. And Candy's just always like, she's Candy's always candy. I've never seen Candy out here being a fake bitch. She's just always candy. And I just I, I really enjoy her. I love her.
0: Yeah, every time I met, every time I met Candy, she's been lovely. I mean, I, well, that one time she blocked me on Twitter. But outside of that one time, we we Wait, we, I told you, she I, already did it, I already said it on the podcast years ago she blocked did me on Twitter. You? yeah I said and then Candy was like I didn't even know I blocked you I think she forgot but she did block me oh, years man. ago on Twitter because I made fun of Aja at a
1: roast and she didn't like it so she oh yes, she went on yes, TV. yes 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 yes
0: and then she went on TV and made fun of Aja for the whole season
1: <laughs> 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 oh um, my god yes oh my god the, lunches, the, the Tic Tac lunch I don't think they did them in the last wait, season wait before but we get
0: to, before we get to the Tic Tac before we even get to the Tic Tac lunch I want to say two things first of all Um, Did you notice at one point they were like, you can use stuff from the fabric wall, but they never showed them using it and they didn't do it. RuPaul was like, and you can always, of course, use the blah, blah, blah fabric wall, but they never showed them. And this storyline, there's a whole segment of the show, like a whole 40 second segment about um, Rosé being a rapper. And it was driving me
1: bananas. Okay, Bob, I think bananas. you're stretching. You're stretching it. That's not what it was. Rose said during the pandemic, I said forty seconds. All I said was forty seconds. It was it, they, they dedicated forty <laughs> seconds to Rose being a rapper. But Rose did not say she was a rapper. She said that during the pandemic, people would pay her to write raps, and she would do raps. She never said, "Bitch, I am the new Eminem. I'm the call me call me what Pink Shady." What she Sadie. said
0: was, "What she said was," and I quote. I am a self employed social media rap star, were her exact words. Did she? Verbatim.
1: <laughs>
0: Verbatim.
1: You hate Rose. You I do you, not hate Rose. You, All I'm saying you is, know Rose how, told everyone you know Rose was a rapper. America, you know how to come to America? They throw like rose petals at their feet? You're throwing dog shit at Rose's feet. You're just littering her I'm ground not, with dog shit. I do not hate Rose.
0: I was just weirded out by her being like, I'm a rap star, but maybe she was joking. Maybe maybe there's a chance she was joking.
1: <laughs>
0: Who knows? Sometimes I just don't have time or energy to cook, especially something healthy. Like as you all know, I'm always in the podcast, I have my YouTube page, I film we're here. I'm a very busy woman, okay? And honestly, I don't feel great when I end up eating takeout for almost every single meal. And this has all changed once I found Daily Harvest. Now, Daily Harvest delivers delicious food, all built on organic fruits and vegetables, right to your door. It takes literally minutes to prepare, and I never have to think twice if the food I'm eating is good for me. Daily Harvest is ready when you are. Everything stays fresh in your freezer until you're ready to enjoy it. So you waste less food too. No need to overthink any of your meals for the week with Daily Harvest. Smoothies for breakfast, crisp flatbreads for lunch and dinner, and food that's perfect for cooler weather. Like their perfectly roasted harvest bowls and soups. Daily Harvest never uses preservatives, added sugar, or artificial anything, including their recently launched almond milk, which is made of only almonds and a dash of sea salt. That's it. This is super convenient because I'm always stocked up whenever I need almond milk for my smoothies. Daily Harvest is also committed to minimizing their environmental impact. They're in the process of transitioning to 100% compostable, recyclable, plant-based, and renewable fiber packaging. Daily Harvest is undeniably delicious clean food without the prep. Get started today, go to dailyharvest.com and enter promo code RIVALRY to get $25 off your first box. That's promo code RIVALRY for $25 off your first box at dailyharvest.com, dailyharvest.com. Monday, I was just looking up the Anchor app. Have you heard about this? I've heard of it, something to do with podcasts, right? Okay, so Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain it's absolutely free, Mm -hmm. and they have this like creation tool that lets you record a podcast and edit it right from your phone or your computer.
1: you can still make coins. So it's essentially every single thing you need to make a podcast all in one place.
0: Oh, you're just so tickled. You love the idea of making podcasts. I (laughs) I love you, (laughs) Monday. I love you. Now listen, if you want to download the free Anchor app, you can also go to anchor.fm and get started. Um, Did you know What's the T was ended in 2020? Because I realize it's usually What's the T, the podcast. But the podcast has ended in March of 2020. Did you notice that?
1: Yeah, I... I am subscribed to them and I noticed that a new episode hadn't been uploaded in a while um, I don't I, 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 but I thought maybe they just took a, a hiatus I didn't realize it was like done but I guess it's done Well,
0: I don't know for a fact that it's done but I know they have not uploaded
1: in over a year is what I know in over a year they haven't mm-hmm.
0: done a podcast and it was going on for quite a while actually
1: yeah yeah yeah, RuPaul was getting them. I mean, that's what that's what everyone ref- referenced uh, um, when people say, let's talk about block. Because that was from their podcast. They would always say, Michelle, let's talk about Squarespace. And that was the, like one yeah. of their ads they would do.
0: I want to talk to you about Squarespace. Um, and also, RuPaul has a lot of energy. When I was watching, I literally paused and I said, this bitch is on coke. Like, RuPaul was like j- jazz. I was like, RuPaul, what is, like, what is going? She
1: is jazzed up right now. That's how RuPaul was, Bob, when we did All-Stars for the Lala for per- per- loser thing when all the girls lip synced against each other. When I tell you, we were all sitting there like, because it was also the day after Bunny was there for the roast. I said, and I was like, girl, Bunny must have left a brick of cocaine in RuPaul's dressing room. Cause he had, <laughs> so he was like, he was like, he was he was behind the, the, the stage, like, woo, all right, girls. And just cracking jokes, jokes, jokes. It was, we were like, what is going on? This is amazing. But um, I don't think he had a weird. A weird I think Ru, I feel like RuPaul always has energy like this. But sometimes, I mean, okay, RuPaul seems particularly energized. And
0: by Got Mick, like Got Mick has enchanted RuPaul. RuPaul is, yep. fully obsessed with have got Mick, like fully obsessed.
1: Um, yeah, I, I think RuPaul. I, I wrote. I wrote. You can tell Ru like really like vibes with like. You can tell when RuPaul really likes Queens in, in the one on ones, and RuPaul clearly is super into Got Mick. Like he, RuPaul is like going off, and like you can tell he really enjoyed his chat with Got, and he was like feeling her.
0: Well, I'm also uh, so I, I of the girls I've met. Um, I, actually, I've met them all except Simone. Simone's the only one I haven't met before. And I will say this: yeah. Mick is very, very charming. Like when I met Mick, I was like, I, "You are, you're just, so, you're just." Mick is just a very, very charming person and like nice. And like I was looking online and how we talked about this, how like Mick did that, um, that like you know that, that that bit on TikTok where you call people and say like, I'm busy. And I was like, there, mm-hmm. there is no chance on earth. First of all, I don't have that many phone numbers of Drag Race girls, and they would not answer the phone if I called them. <laughs>
1: yeah yeah and I think that speaks to like how likeable she is and how and how well people always pick up with her you know what I mean so I agree I I would not I don't have that many girls numbers
0: no you're more popular than I am the girls like you I'm also to be fair I am a little bit more confrontational um and they're probably just so jealous of me no I'm kidding um but there is I don't know people we had a whole thing I gave uh, two or three famous people my phone number recently and they did not text me and I am like, <laughs> like but what's up though I gave my number to Sherry Shepard I mean Sherry Under, Cheryl Underwood
1: Bob, not you taking their business on here all, all I said was
0: I gave my phone number to Cheryl Underwood and she, and she didn't text me back I gave my phone number to Lala Milan and she didn't she text me back and I gave my phone number to someone else famous recently. I was like well here's my number and they were like yeah 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 any um child, anyways. Anyways.
1: So. <laughs> <laughs> um but the other person I felt that Rue was really infectious with and Rue like really jived with was Simone. Um and, and again, I I think he, he enjoyed his conversation. I mean Candy, candy. I think that he enjoyed his conversation with Simone and Rosé, too, but it just seemed like he was super into Got Mick and Candy Muse.
0: Yeah, I I agree. I mean, I also wrote this down, like, okay, uh, RuPaul, okay, oh my God, I'm not even ready for this. I don't even want to read
1: this note. I don't even want to read this oh note. Oh,
0: God,
1: what is it, Bob? What
0: are you dragging because, me into now? Because everyone's going to, like, create some narrative. But my honest question, as I'm watching everyone talk, my honest question is, what is Rosé's storyline?
1: What is the storyline? I think Rosé's storyline this season is that she is someone like I think Rose's whole trajectory, the entire show has been up. You know what I mean? Like she mm-hmm. she lost the she she lost the first she's the only one from the first lip syncs still here. She lost that, and if she like her storyline where she was super. Like, trying to be perfect. That, I don't agree with. That, I don't see the whole perfect thing. But I think I, what I was watching the season looked like her thing was, I started out super low, and I was on a steady climb the whole way. She was never in the bottom. And towards the end of the season, she ended up, she ended up with the second most wins. So I think it's that thing. Whereas Simone's was... Boom da da got Mick's okay, So, uh, so let's talk about
0: what these. So let's talk about Got Mick. Got Mick's storyline seems to be about a couple of things. One, uh, Got Mick is the first uh, trans masculine person to ever be on RuPaul's Jack Race. That's not. That's not her storyline. It's just a fact about her. Also, Got Mick came in thinking that all she was going to be was fashion, and ended up being actually pretty good at comedy. And actually, in my opinion, the funniest queen of the season. That's a big part of I Got Mick's storyline. Candy yeah. Muse was is the Candy Muse is the underdog. Everyone said that she couldn't do it, and she ended up there. Everyone who doubted her, she outlasted all of them, and she made it really far. And Simone has been struggling with loving herself the entire season. Whenever Simone realizes she loves herself, she just starts crying. She's very emotional. Simone is very
1: emotional, very hard on herself. Is Simone's she a Pisces? About, about being, can someone can someone message? Is she is she a, is she Aquarius or Pisces or Cancer? Jacob, Cancer, can Bob, Jacob, you, you Lisa, are I, emotional as hell too. Bitch,
0: you emotional. Yeah, I have emotions. You, you caught me. Um, I have
1: all the emotions of a human. By the way, <laughs> you, you look like right now. You look like someone took a fucking get bigger gun and shot Simone, and now I'm looking at Simone right now. I feel like I'm doing I was gonna, the opposite of a shrink ray. Someone hit Simone with that, and now me and Simone are having this podcast together. I'm <laughs> gagged right now. That
0: is so you're you so. Simone's a Capricorn. Um, and so so those those are their storylines, and it feels like Rose's storyline is like, um, I'm a perfectionist, and I'm also the most technically talented here, and my family really supports me, and um and I'm also Scottish. <laughs> so it's it's a really hard storyline to relate to.
1: Yeah, I agree. As I agree. I, I yeah, I agree. I agree with that. I I I, I don't see many trials <laughs> in Rose's storyline where, in, as as in the other girls, I can reckon. I I feel like we all have a piece of their trials in our lives. Whereas Rose's thing to be, because I am not someone that strives for perfection, and I know that may help me, hold me back in my life. That's something. That, that's not something I strive for because I know I can never be perfect. So that's so and. I don't come from a family that's that was accepting of me at first, and yet So yeah, I I I can see myself in the other girls, not so much in Rose.
0: I would have been really interested to have a a narrative where they talked about the fact that Rose was kind of like if anyone knows Stephanie's Child, um, the the like in New York City before Drag Race, I feel like everyone saw like the star of Stephanie's Child as Jan. Jan was like the the one out front who was like the star and then laguna blue was like the amazing singer and a lot of times rosé would get like lost in the shadows they even had a joke where she played peggy when they did this, the the uh the hamilton parody but now she's getting a chance to shine for herself and show her own talent that would have been actually a pretty interesting narrative to take on and i feel like the storyline that she has is just less interesting you know what i mean
1: Do you want yeah, to listen david, to this david ferrari yeah. I guess the question is: Do queens have to have a tragic storyline to be deserving of winning? If she has the second best track record of the season,
0: Ooh, okay. It's that's not about having. It's not about. It's not about having a tragic storyline. It's about what your win means. See, RuPaul's Drag Race is not just. It's not a talent competition. It's not just a talent competition. It's about your your personality. It's about the whole thing. If it was just a talent show, it'd be like a AGT where they don't do anything with their back lives. Or America's or American Idol, where they just they just sing and that's it, sing and then you're done, do your talent and then leave. But that's not what RuPaul's Drag Race is. It's about the entire what it means for you to be inducted into the winner circle, in my opinion. What do you think, Munai?
1: I mean, I agree with that. Uh, To your point, that's like shows like again, I haven't seen American Idol in a long time. Maybe they do do lots of backstory now. But I remember when I used to watch in the past, and also America's Got Talent. And I don't know about the voice either, but those shows don't seem to center around who you are as a person and like and how that has contributed to your career and your art and your drag or your or your career and yeah. your art and your music or whatever. So yeah, I I, I agree with you. Which is, I never thought about it which all which like that, why, but I agree with you.
0: Which is why I think RuPaul's Drag Race is the hardest reality TV show to compete on, period. It is the there is no reality TV show where you have where you have to have more skills than RuPaul's Drag Race in my opinion. Can you name another show where you have to sing, dance, act, sew, um, strategize? um, What's what's the show? You've never seen Top Chef? (laughs) Anyway, I was was like, why are you making this face? There is is no reality TV show where you have to have more skills or even where your audition process is harder than RuPaul's Drag Race. It is the most difficult reality TV show to compete on of all time, let's listen to one more uh, comment. I think there is this problem though, where I feel like there's a little bit of like trauma bonding, where Ru feels like you have to have a traumatic or sad upbringing to relate to audience members. But I do feel like kids nowadays do have more accepting parents, and I think you should show more positive experiences. Like according to Rose, you know, having a non bad upbringing with her parents. So very yeah. interesting. It's like I think people don't and the producers don't really view that as a storyline
1: option yeah that, that was gonna say I was like in the past there's some people that come from super um loving and accepting families and like haven't had experiences of other queer folk in terms of rejection they definitely uh show that in the past absolutely I don't think that it, I don't think that is unique to uh like the, like Sasha valori for example sasha as family's Super accepting, and her dad, and back in in, in Indiana and stuff. So Evie, I mean, yeah, they,
0: not to mention the, one of the whole storylines was that Gigi Good's mom like will do anything right. and bend over backwards. I mean, one of my storylines about how my mom does a lot of stuff for me, um, how I've had that support in my life as well. So I don't necessarily think that this sh- that it's about it's not about tragedy. I think all of us, I think everyone, no one gets through life without trauma. It's impossible. You can't make it this far. You can't make it past 10 without experiencing some kind of trauma. You know what I mean? And it's not about and it's not about. How, you don't have to put that on display for people to uh, uh, use. And you don't have to tell producers about your trauma. You can, if you want to, you can speak on it. And they can probably help other people who have experiences that are similar to yours. But it's also not up to, it's like Bianca Del Rio didn't talk about any trauma on the show. And I think that she deserved her win, her storyline was like she's a bitch, but she's also nice, and she struggles with showing compassion. I mean, showing showing compassion, but is under underneath a really good yeah. person. And I'm not saying it's Rose's fault, but I'm saying that her storyline is very
1: flimsy. Yeah, um, yeah, agreed. Do you want to get into this rehearsal, girl? I love let's, I love let's the get into this Rehearsal. All right. Um, so but- um, you want? Let's go ahead. No, I was gonna say. I think that the rehearsals were strong. I don't think they showed anyone being flimsy or weird. Like even Candy, which which Candy and Simone, the two girls of colors in this top four, these are the least coordinated bitches of color that I have ever seen in the top four.
0: Uh -uh. I think Candy can. Why? I was saying someone else said it last night. Candy
1: can dance. Candy
0: can't She not can not
1: in the show, she's not doing a good job of, of showcasing how good of a dancer she is and how much and how much f- uh, flavor she got. She in, in this in, in this in this season of Drag Race, Candy Candy Muse is lacking a little sasson. Candy Muse is an normally a good dancer she... and she can move.
0: I don't think she is. I think Candy's doing a good job with the dances. I think that every once in a while they give her a dance move of someone who is waist, who, who is of not that body size. Because like when they had her big ass crawling through the fucking phone, that was shady. Every single phone. But I think that on her feet, she's relatively light. She knows the moves. There was the one backup move that she wasn't great at, but Rosé couldn't do the millie walk. There was there was like a whole thing where oh, like, Rosé was nailing bitch, it. bitch. Watching fucking... Rosé...
1: Try to Millie wop. I was like, why do they do that to that little white girl? I was like, this is not nice. <laughs> but, but but I don't think that Rosé is like. I don't. I don't think. I don't see that Rose's that, that that
0: Candy was like. Uh, now, now Simone, she, she that's a that's a different story. I will say this too. Jamal is a lot easier
1: on the girls than Todrick Hall.
0: Todrick yes. Hall will be like, what can you not do?
1: We're doing yes. that. Right. <laughs> Right. And like he made, he made, and and also, he made Monique cartwheel. Bitch, I told you, he had a thing where he wanted he wanted us to barrel cartwheel with no hands between somebody's legs and then try to get us to do it in rehearsal. I'm like, I, then the dance that he had me doing was like got mixed size. I'm like, so you want my 200 pound cell to cartwheel through this nigga who's maybe a hundred? You were
0: pretty skinny. You You were skinny back then, 200. How skinny were you?
1: Damn, he was trimmed <laughs> to this nigga that's maybe 110 pounds. I'm like, child, dude, that is insane. But also they did Toddry did uh BB dirty by putting because they, when when they were doing the kick
0: thing, they put BB with the tiniest person <laughs> in the history of people. <laughs> and BB is our size. Uh, let's listen to uh, Christian.
1: The fact
0: that they truly and honestly had this white Scottish woman out here trying to Millie Rock on any block was an <laughs> affront to <laughs> Rosé's already flimsy storyline.
1: Millie Rock on any block. I fucking live. Christian Grand. That's so funny. Well, yeah, I, that shit was funny as hell.
0: I think that were, so. we're trying to find some flaws because Rosé is obviously an amazing dancer. Like, Rosé... Got up there and was like, oh yeah,
1: bam, triple X on these And they were
0: like, well, we got it, we got it. So I think they were just trying. And they were like, obviously she won't be able to fucking miller rock, or you know what I mean. They probably should. They should have had her to fucking do the shoot. I don't care how good of a dancer you are, white people cannot. <laughs> no, there's some white folks that can do it, but like, I you could be like some amazing technical dancer, but that is the one dance move that is like, something happens in the white part of the brain.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> a time developing.
1: but uh, obviously
0: going into this episode I, I was like pretty sure that rose would be the best performer but honestly I and mean, we'll get to it but like
1: i know same. i know i know um i, I want to say also not got me calling on her friend Not not got me calling on gg gorgeous song I, talking about my friends didn't think i would be good at any of the comedy challenges they said you should like sing or something i was like you she's clearly talking about gg gorgeous <laughs> Work. I. I also thought, at one point I
0: was like, "Got Mick is not even listening to Jamal. Got Mick is trying to seduce Jamal Got so Jamal's like, so we're gonna do. This, and she's like, mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I'm gonna do what? What am I gonna do? What am I gonna fucking do? And I was like, Are they just get a room? <laughs> Like, are these two what the fuck on
1: the stage? If there's any reality that I ever go back on Drag Race and Jamal is there for my dance rehearsal, I'm wearing a thong around my wrist and that's it. All right? That's all I'm showing (laughs) up to rehearsals in. I was just like, Jamal, let's do it, girl.
0: Jamal (laughs) likes the more conservative. You should show up in like a a turtleneck. That's what I did.
1: That's how I got
0: (laughs) into it. Also, Simone is like shy, shy. Like this bitch is
1: shy. And from the what from the rehearsal denotes that I don't. Where, where is that coming like from? Like just in
0: whenever whenever like they're not performing. Whenever Simone's not mm-hmm. like Simone. Whenever you know Reggie's sitting around, she has like her sleeves pulled up to her hands. She's like you know, kind of like I haven't noticed like, that. She kind of like just like sh- her shoulders are up to her ears. She's just kind of like, and they even talk about it during the thing. And I was like, this bitch is like so shy. Like, and so she really turns it on a dime when she when the, when the wig goes
1: on. Also, I was gagged. Imagine your whole drag family. I don't know how many of them are in the House of Avalon, uh, but they, they all just. I didn't know. I didn't realize they were all from Arkansas. I thought that the House of Avalon was in LA, and Simone made it to LA from Arkansas and she joined. It. I didn't realize. All of them were these Arkansas kids. They're like, we're leaving. We're getting out of town. We're going to Los Angeles. That's crazy. That's so, so cool. I
0: I met them in Arkansas. I did a gig at uh, Little Rock Pride um, years ago. And I, and I met the whole house of Avalon. The next day I know they were up in LA. I was like, oh, hey, y'all. But I don't know. I don't think Gigi is. Gigi, I think Gigi's a new Avalon girl. Because she was not with them back in Little Rock. But at least maybe she was on vacation. Maybe she was doing her uh, sick days. Maybe she was doing her sick days when when, when I showed up. But she was not there when I I had seen her henny. Um, I wrote down this. Oh, so when Rosé was trying to do the Millie Millie Rock, she ended up doing the Footloose. You know Kevin Bacon (laughs) in Footloose when he does the little move?
1: Um, I've never seen it.
0: But the rehearsal was was, was fine, though. I mean, obviously Rosé is the best dancer there. Rose is clearly the best answer. And it's interesting because oh, like, yeah. no
1: one else is even close. It is wild. Yeah, Rose is because she's like, shoot. She's, uh, 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 she's like, and what? Next? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Got it. So, uh. as the girls getting ready, what really gagged me was how how Simone and Mick were both like, oh, yeah, I didn't see it for you, Rose. I mean, they just flat out were like, yeah, anyway. Oh, Yeah. Fuller
1: so, like, queen Which- plot test. Uh, and, but uh, do you think it's because she was one she was in the pork chop group cuz all the other three girls were all in the winning group and she's the only pork chop girl left
0: the pork chop doc is this storyline is so flimsy this is weak this is a weak ass the, the pork chop doc thing over the past 25 episodes granted yes everyone from the pork chop doc is gone except rosé so honestly maybe it was indicative of something but that being said that would be a silly reason to count someone out.
1: You know what I mean? I mean, first impressions are lasting impressions, girl. You literally have a show called "Purse First Impressions, okay? It's the first (laughs) impression that you get from somebody. Yeah, I mean, it's true.
0: I I would just gag that they both just said that out of their mouths. Like, some opinions, keep to yourself.
1: That's rich coming from me. I'm about to say, I'm about to say. When 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 I when I first saw you at, uh, performing at the live, I had some opinions that have uh, proven to be true.
0: <laughs> uh, I will say, people every once in a while people are like, "Wow, Bob, you were really honest when you first met me," and I was like, "I felt like I was like being pretty standard." They were like, "You were just you were just very honest," and I was <laughs> like, "What well, did you ask? If you ask, I'm gonna tell
1: you." <laughs> yes you will yes you
0: will and at one point some uh, Simone called Rose unseasoned chicken or was that candy one of them called Rose unseasoned candy. chicken candy and I was like they
1: are really they are dragging this girl like Jesus like Jesus leave her alone Rosé probably came in as a girl, and they like, and they were like, this bitch in the, the porchard group. Ah, she's whack. She ain't gonna go far. And then I think Rosé's personality starts to show, and she's like, Rosé seems like the, you know every season. There's a girl that's like, there's a girl that's cracking all the jokes when they when all the queens enter, or is in the van making jokes like one liners, which I'm sure was probably you season ten, I mean season uh season eight. There's always that girl. And she's probably I did it on ten too. Energy.
0: I I was the PA on ten. I did it on ten too.
1: <laughs> uh, Look, so i think that that's what popover's Rosé is doing
0: real talk simone is too hard on herself this is like she is just beating herself up like i get i get i get it there is
1: a lot of pressure to do well on drag race but like girl you got to give yourself some grace but perhaps this is not just drag race. This is, I think, drag race. When you do the show, like a lot of emotions from other things in your life start to bubble. Yeah, and that's why we for some other things back at home in Arkansas with her family. Maybe I don't, I don't remember what where she falls in terms of siblings, but she may have been the sibling who kind of like didn't measure up, and because she wasn't doing things that she was passionate about, so all that stuff is coming to the surface now.
0: That makes sense. It's just, it's just, it's just, it's upsetting to watch her be so so hard, like so mean to herself sometimes. And I'm like girl you're doing you're doing great
1: you're doing you're really doing great like just be nice to yourself but but look at her she's here hosting a podcast with money exchange so it, it, it turned out well for her <laughs> and she's
0: gained like 80 pounds she
1: grew like six <laughs> inches
0: she can do anything she puts her mind to <laughs> with, my, with my little sleeves I love I love but yeah, it, it, I just, I don't know. I, I, I But I, I do like watching her get emotional about loving herself. It's really nice to see her. It's very Sealy. It's very mm-hmm. Miss Sealy. Like yeah. watching someone, you, we we able to watch her on this journey of learning to love herself. And I'm really, mm-hmm. you know, touched by by that. Um, so I want to talk about, um, should we, wait, what's next? Is the performance next? The performances, yeah. Who, off the bat, whose was your favorite? I can't. All right, let's read. Let's read, God. Mick, you ready? Wake up, girls. Mm-hmm. Wake up, girls. Wake up, girls. It's now time to listen. Hands on your hips and assume the position. Mama Rue said they were all born naked. God Mick says, love your body, don't fake it. Here's the tea. I put in work, baby. So fight. So fight for yourself. Um, I'll let the basic haters lurk, baby. That face is stamped so right. Clown paint and waist so tight. Boys and girls and in
1: between. It's time to crown your queen. Let's go. Um.
0: I like okay. Of her?
1: I like her lyrics. Here is my problem with the song, right? So the song starts, and I personally think that Got Mick had one of the best performances in the thing. Surprisingly, so I was like, I agree. I, agree. I loved the way she moved. I loved how she commanded the thing. I loved her look. She looked. It was amazing. My only problem was that why would they? And it's not her fault. It's kind of like a production thing like you want when a song starts you want to establish the melody so when she came in she was she was rapping super quickly and i'm like i didn't establish like what the tempo was because because the song is not giving you that so when she starts off like that it just takes you on this like roller coaster and it's like it's, it's, it's like you're jumping in a corvette that's already moving at 90 miles per hour and you don't have a chance to settle into what the song is
0: yeah, I can see that. I can see that. But I still like, just like think for, that
1: shit. Like for, 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 for fucking Super Queen, like I wanted to do something fast, but they were like, Monet, you the first one. I was like, oh, fuck. So I, guess I, so I have to do something that's going to establish the melody or else it's going to be a stupid, it's going to be a shitty song.
0: Well, but when you're each doing individual things, the melody is
1: necessarily
0: the same. So everyone has different melodies.
1: I know, but I mean, as in, in terms of a of like of like a of a of a songwriter, like uh, I was thinking about it. Well, if it's gonna be a good song, I want to. Anytime this listen to a song, a song has to start off in a way that to, that establishes the song. And again, it's not their job to do that. They're like, I'm writing the best verse for me that's gonna make me stand out, and yeah. I get that completely. But you know, it was to me, it was it's not her fault again because I loved Got Mixed Performance. I thought she was smashing. I loved it so much.
0: Also, please tell us, y'all, who you think had the best performance. I mean, look. Verse, performance, the whole thing. Let us know who you think had the best right now. Got Mick yeah. really did it for me this episode. Yeah. Like if the, if yeah. this was a challenge, got mick won this episode. There's no winner this yeah. episode, but got Mick, like she really just like was so good. Everything, everything, every fucking thing. Like it was yeah. just non-stop amazing. I was like, yeah, this her queen is, is, and, good, this and, is good, that's good. And now I will say like I'm still leaning toward Simone, but, like, if ever there was a tie or if, like, if it ever has been, like, honestly, either this girl or that girl, like, this is the time to do it. Oh, trigger. Um, But this is, like, the time, like, it could be either Simone or Got Mick, truly.
1: And honestly,
0: either way, 50-50, I'd be like, honestly, yeah, I see it. I really see it because she just turned it.
1: As the season has progressed, I've really fallen in love with Gottmik's character, and like, I watched seeing her as an entertainer, and I think she has done such a great job this season. Like, well done, bitch. Well yeah. fucking done. Shall we move on to Candy?
0: Yeah, so Candy Row. Let me read Candy. Wanna, I, I'm going to read Candy's.
1: Yo, yo, the muse is back. Top four bitch on the track. She about to bring it back, and you ho is better watch your backs. I kind of like that. Queens wish they had my spot. They said I would go first. Now I'm laughing from the top. From the hood to Hollywood with three bad bitches on my side. Number one show stopping diva. Now I'm ready for my crown, bitch.
0: <laughs> so I, I was, the only thing about this is like, I, I'm not into rhyming words with themselves. She oh, goes, I love she's it. About to bring, she's about to bring it back. You hoes better watch your backs. So it's like back doesn't rhyme with back. It's like the music is back, her. top four, bitch, on the track. She's about to bring it back. You always better watch your back. I don't particularly love that. It, it, it doesn't seem like great writing. And I also don't love that her entire essence, like her whole thing in this show is a, is like to spite. It's like to prove someone wrong. And that's just not a reason to compete. She's like, her whole thing is like, you all said I wouldn't make it. Now I made it.
1: Yeah, bitch.
0: I fucking made it and it's like
1: i well i don't i don't i don't jive with 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 why that's wrong i think if this is something that i'm sure since aja and dolly have been on the show and i mean i I have heard people say this bitch will never get on the show so i think for her it's a really big aspiration it was a big aspiration for her and the fact that she is here she's like all you motherfuckers really thought i would never get here so bitch i'm here now what i think i think that's a very valid reason to that to propel you in this competition
0: But then it seems like your intentions are based off of other people's expectations of you and not based on your own thing. So, basically, if that's your mentality, everything other people do will always dictate what you do next. It's never based on your own thing. I don't think it's
1: always. I think it's just for this. Just for this situation. I don't think it's an always thing. It's for this. But it it just
0: seems to be a through line for her throughout the season. Like, let me be arrogant. Yeah, bitches, I'm still here. Fuck you, bitches. Like, is your existence to spite? In this show, her her a lot of her essence on this show seems to spite people who thought she would make it. If you if you follow her online, there's also a lot of it online. It's like there are a lot of people bullying her and she's responding to them, leaning into like the spiting of people. Like she's existing in this moment and as a form of spiting people who think that she shouldn't be there. And I'm like, that, that's not a good motivator for me.
1: Well, I think, and I think, again, echoing from like a childhood when people were beating her up in school just for being a fag and they thought that because she, because she, because she, because she's from the hood and she's gay, bitch, we're never going to be shit. You know, she grew up in, she grew up in a home where her mom was a present because her mom was in jail. Apparently, I think from her testimonials to the judges at the end, maybe she was, she had ended up in jail at some point. So I think a lot of her life has been shrouded in adversity and like, I will never, ever amount to anything. And now you are in the Olympics of drag on, in the, on the biggest stage of drag in the world. The fact that she's there, I think to her, it's like really be like, y'all motherfuckers really thought, well, bitch, you wrong.
0: Yeah, I'm not saying that's wrong because I relate to a lot of that. I have except replace mom with dad, all of that stuff. Sure, me too. But like for me, it, a lot of it was because I wanted to do it. Wow, I love
1: co-opting it. a me too for, for movement for your little thing. This is problematic well as that's back.
0: that's that's not what me too is but go off sis um but like a, a part a big I, just, I don't know for me it just it's just interesting it's an interesting angle it's like mm.
1: uh,
0: you, you're you're this is the opposite of rupaul saying don't read the comments like she's taking this time to she here's here's what it is candy highlights her haters at practically every opportunity like practically practically every chance that candy gets to highlight her haters she does so and that is just that's how that you're
1: spending your time
0: focusing on all the people that
1: hate you i can see that i can see that i can see anyway
0: that. um so let's go on to the, the the rap uh the 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 self-employed social media rap star um oh uh, my god uh, <laughs> the little scottish boy, the little scottish boy grew up to be the supreme i'm the definition of american dream lucky for my daddy who believed in a star take it from take it from Rosé. you better work to go far every this she fast raps everything about the bitches right magnify the resume the font is tight i can rap what a gag check it baby this is drag um i love the supreme line um I do love, again, talking about how like getting support from your family. Um, This is not the... This this rapping is... It wasn't the build-up to the lyrics that I was expecting.
1: Yeah, and also, again, um, Rosé's obviously super talented, and she's, in my opinion, the best singer on this season. And I feel like Rosé tried to do the most in her thing she's like okay i'm gonna show them i can sing and show them i can write good lyrics and i'm gonna show them that I, that I can rap real fast and i'm like if she had put all that energy into just doing only like a super solid vocal the whole way through and building up to make that climax as opposed to trying to do all the things i feel like it would have it, 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 it would have gone well because she probably sacrificed some great vocals and things in the end because she wanted to write a rap you know what i mean
0: yeah i i would go as far as to say that rose is probably the one of the best two if not the best singer top five singers on drag race in general she's a a a thousand
1: percent a thousand percent yes
0: um this i would not have um chosen to rap like this this, like there's basically only one clever line which is magnify the resume the font is tight
1: yeah but
0: the other part is
1: i can rap what a gag check it baby. this is drag
0: Like a lot lot of times when you're rapping, you will have a clever line and then you need it to rhyme. So the line before it is a little bit of a throwaway. But something about having like really clever rapping is like the the line building up to it is also an amazing line as well. And this whole thing is is just about how she has a lot of accolades and that was her, like honestly, this is not great rapping. (laughs)
1: Also, 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 something about like and I, again, talking about like um, a nice white dude with like a really supportive family talking about I'm the definition of the American dream. It's a little crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Being like, you know what
0: the American dream is? Not everyone can can move here with their white family from Scotland and still succeed. I'm the American dream. <laughs> like when I when oh I think God. of the American Dream, I think about like BB's a heart, but nay, I think about um you know stuff like I think about uh uh Mercedes Mercedes, Mercedes Iman. But I mean, but th- I will say this is somebody's American dream. But yeah, it's something it about is, this white person. Is. This white person with bragging about how much their family loves them and, and how they can rap, which is like a black thing. So like not only can I uh not only am I the American Dream, but I can also co-opt a black uh, skill better than anybody,
1: I mean. honey. <laughs> okay, not all that, Bob. You added now. You added too much sasson. <laughs> on. fucking it, It's just a lot
0: of it's just a lot of stankonia for this for the Scottish kid.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, you threw it back. Not stankonia. I'm fucking done. <laughs> Is music a big part of your life? Let me tell you about Anchor, Spotify's podcasting platform. They're creation tools that allow you to easily and quickly record and edit right from your phone or computer. And best of all, Miss Stang, she is... with anchor you can create a music plus talk show with music plus talk you can add any songs from spotify directly to your episodes alongside talk segments featuring your commentary this day this is revolutionary this is the future this is happening now music plus talk is a new way to create with all the music that you love the possibilities are endless for what you can create whether it's from music analysis your own radio show a hosted playlist a deep dive on your favorite genre or artist or something the world's never heard before you can do it with anchor music plus talk anchor will even help publish your show on spotify so you can reach hundreds of millions of listeners Got an idea for a Music Plus talk show? Just head over to anchor.com, FM, Slash Music Plus Talk. That's anchor.fm, Slash, M U S I C P L U S T A L K to sign up for Anchor and make your own Music Plus talk show for free. Okay,
0: okay. I'm going to go ahead and say this. is, this the
1: is- book. This
0: is probably the worst verse of the evening. This, <laughs>
1: this verse is you bad. Wanna, you want to want a taste of me on the motherfucking ebony and tantrums It took a minute. Oh, but now I see. I'm the sugar honey iced tea. I got the fashion beauty and the brains. You see that crown? Oh, baby, that's, that's for me.
0: Yeah, no, mama, this is garbage. This is not a good verse. This is bad, bad. And I also don't like when someone splits up one thought between two lines. I'm the motherfucking Ebony Enchantress. I took a minute, oh, but now I see. I'm the sugar, hun- ah, I'm the sugar, honey, iced tea. And no, this I like it bad. when it's, it's done bad. well.
1: Like, Nikki has a few lines like that where she likes to let you see, seeing her word, like, um, something, something I told. And then the last thing was like, yeah, like, like, like you, she's splitting up told you into two yeah. lines, but it, it works. You know what I mean? But
0: we're comparing the the uh, a, a woman who has been on the charts more than any woman in the history of time <laughs> to Simone. That's not fair. Nicki Minaj is the top charting female artist literally of all time over Aretha, over Mariah, over Whitney. And you're like, Simone didn't rise to Nicki's level.
1: <laughs> well, the gag is Nicki, she recently passed me in number one. So, bitch, I was gagged. I was sitting here driving, my, minding my business, <laughs> and it said, Nicki, I said, who? I was Nicki
0: but yeah but that being said she looked gorgeous and her performance her moving around was all
1: great yeah i liked i liked simone's performance a lot i liked it got mixed overall like everything got mixed and i loved it so much i liked i liked rose's dancing and i liked and i liked her performance as well and i really liked uh rose
0: never did mose never did the
1: millie rock she never did it they probably took it out because she was like, "Bob, if if I was if I was Rose, I'm like, motherfucker, you not you not setting me up. Take that shit out of my fucking choreography and give me something else."
0: Everything about the bitch right, mm-hmm. is right. Ti- that that would have been like everything. Everything about the bitches is making for the resume the fuck is tight. I'd have been like, "You better, hey, go on, hey."
1: <laughs>
0: if she would hit that wall, if Rose would have hit that wall. Everything about the bitches right.
1: <laughs> I'm fucking done. <laughs> Bob, you're obsessed with TikTok dances. You literally cannot stop yourself. I'm taking right, your phone hear. away.
0: And, oh, yeah, and Simone never did the chair choreography. Like, like they built up these things and made us think they were going to do it. They never did any of them.
1: Yeah, and Simone, it looks really cute doing hers in the rehearsal, too. So, yeah, it's weird they didn't put it in. Um,
0: let's, well, let's listen, listen to some of these people's. Let's hear your opinions. Are your takes like ours,
1: Ben? Gottmik had the best performance, hands down. You see my hands? Hands down. <laughs> <laughs> I remember Sorry. that Simo moment. Let's sing. <laughs> listen to Laura. Laura Spencer. Laura Spencer. I think Got Mix was really good, but then Simone had this energy to her, which
0: I love, and it was yeah. Simone's was really good too, but her singing was, it was it was alright.
1: Laura got high. She like, Laura was like Laura said her singing. All right. <laughs> because the thing about it is, yeah. I
0: mean, so I will say this. Ross was right. There's something about Simone on camera that you just you just get happy. The serotonin just from watching her on camera is great. Let's yeah. hear Mia. Okay, so I think Rosé did really, really well. But I think for Rosé, it's just predictable because she is already a singer and dancer. And I really loved how like she brought in a rap and stuff. I thought that was really cool. But I think literally my winner was Mick just because I wasn't expecting her to be this good and the lyrics were so good and her dancing was really good and she looked so good. But yeah, so I think my winner is Mick. Uh, I want to say that's not a... I don't like... Grade people on a curve. That is not fair, in my opinion. Just because you didn't think Mick was going to be good, and she gets more points. But that being said, I still do think Mick was the winner of this.
1: Um, I think that I think that Mia has a good point, but I, I I think Mia brings up a really interesting ta- conversation because everyone because Rose is known for being so good at singing and dancing. And no one was, like, overwhelmed by her. They were like, okay, this is up to things. That's why you need to, like, turn it up. Like, Shea was known for, in her season for being really good at singing and dancing. So, bitch, in the final thing, she brought it. She did a fucking triple fucking, uh, uh, what you call that? Tri- tri- a triple pirouette. Like, she, like, did things to really up the ante for herself to make us be like, oh, yeah, you are really good at this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. What's yeah. this
0: listen to, uh, Layla. I could not fucking handle the way that Michelle said, like, you fast trapped and I could understand every word. Because I listened to that track so many times and I did not know what Rosé was saying until you read it. Oh. I agree with her. I remember when, when she said that, I was like, she, I could not understand what she was saying. It's not that she wasn't enunciating. Let me be clear about this, too. Because I, I went on YouTube and I, you know, you know you can change the, the playback speed on YouTube. You can had yeah. to slow it down. And I was like, oh, sh- I can't hear it. But a big part of speed rapping is also picking words in an order that is easy to understand When you're saying them fast you don't believe me go listen to look at me now and listen to Busta Rhymes he's rapping very fast but because of the order of the words and like the putting the consonants in a certain order that's why you might uh, engage in like a lot of alliteration you'll notice a lot of speed rappers use alliteration because a bunch of B's back to back makes them easier to understand for some reason.
1: Yeah, because it's your brain, your your brain. Because also, when when that happens, your brain is filling in the gaps. Like it's almost like when you see a color. Have you seen that that new thing going around where you look at that thing that thing on TikTok? The dot. You look at the dot. Yeah. yeah. And then like your brain is like, oh, this is what this is what I see. This is what I'm hearing. Yeah.
0: I love let's alliteration to rap. Oh, let me say when, when rap has alliteration, when they say big bag busting out the Bentley Bentega Balenciaga, Barty back and all you bitches fucked, I'm like I love this. I love That's really aggressive.
1: Can you can, can you try to be Black Girl Magic and not be so aggressive I with said, it? big bag
0: busting out the Bentley band, Tega, ooh ooh a baka baka baka
1: buki boo I can't you love you love a baka baka buki boo <laughs> um, let's listen let's to Louise. Now Bob going off like this And then being like I don't understand Why queens think I'm hateful That's crazy <laughs> Girl Literally my life with Bob My life with Bob
0: That day I got cornered by Banji And she was like um Where? <laughs> Girl, I went to go watch Drag Race at Todrick's and Banji was there and she was like, You told Monet that I was difficult on tour. And I was like, I told Monet that having to make your like edit your mix was odd. <laughs> <laughs> and it's true. Anyway, let's listen to Armando. Damn Bob. Did Rose fucking kill your family? <laughs> <God>. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Y'all are listen, so ridiculous. Listen to <laughs> Paris. I like Simone's verse. I, I, I like it a lot. I like Simone's. And so did Ariana Grande. So I'm going to agree with Ariana. Okay. Okay. That's not true. Ariana commented on all of the top four. And on like Rosé, she's like, bitch, you better work something. on something. On all of them, she wrote like this, like, oh, work. I Amazing. Bitch, I'm dead. And on, and on Candy, she put a heart emoji. So uh, she comments on everyone's thing. So don't try to act, y'all. Y'all, so y'all be up here just making shit up.
0: Monet, Monet, what what did uh, what did uh, Ariana Grande's family do to you? And I'm just kidding.
1: Um, (laughs) And I
0: wonder what. There's this thing. It feels like if you don't like, if you don't think that someone deserves to win, everyone's like you hate them. Every season, there's somewhere I'm like, I just don't know why. You, why you, why I don't think you deserve to win, and the fans think that I don't like that person. I think what makes it wild is in my head, everyone's like going off for that person. I'm kind of like, Am I seeing, do I not? Is something, am I missing something here?
1: You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel you. Uh, Um, the runaways, bitch, your favorite part of the
0: show. Bring it to the runway. Okay, RuPaul is wearing her coronavirus hair, first of all.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think Ru looks so fucking good. Amazing. Gorgeous. Stunt, stunt, Julina. She looks. Look at Ru on them fucking platform, um, open toed shoes, girl. Look at her. But I don't know if you know incredible. this or not, but those are, literally,
0: those are literally the only shoes RuPaul wears. RuPaul, you should never catch. I mean, most of the time, not every single time, but like RuPaul mostly wears these shoes.
1: Yeah, he his shoes. most
0: time, most time you cannot see her feet, but oftentimes she's wearing those hooker shoes. But anyway, she
1: looks amazing. I mean, honestly. And did you see like, the promo for the episode? Bitch, she was on one leg, one legged RuPaul. Wait, when? Bitch, on the promo image for the episode, it was crazy i so was what you, like wait, what, did you, they, what are you
0: talking about can someone please i'm about show me to get it image? for you
1: right now i don't know who would have posted it michelle probably posted it. let me see you on michelle's page what do you mean um, like balancing
0: on one leg like, like a flamingo
1: yes oh, look at rue oh oh she is
0: girl she is really feeling her pussy
1: on this she day. is rumors have started doing kabbalah or something girl she has the energy of a thousand toddlers she looks amazing Girl, she would have worked. I mean, honestly, go off. She, look, she looks amazing. Um, she looks so good. I love Got Mixed Look so much. Oh, my God. This was the top toot of the night. She. This was the best look. She looked in-fucking-credible. I love this.
0: Yeah. Honestly, with the exception of maybe one category, if we're judging, if the categories are performance, or if the categories are an interview, Performance, runway, and then lip sync. got Mick won three out of the four categories.
1: Agreed, agreed. She looks. She lo- this look is so fucking cute. I love this. And, and this is this is a
0: uh, 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 the lady Hyde Dallas culture. Oh Dallas, I
1: mean, love Dallas.
0: Got Mick just looks. This is every everything
1: about this look is perfect super dope also. super good yeah this is incredible in fucking incredible. i love this like i can't stop. she looks like a dream and also again I, I we've been talking about pads and titties and yada yada, yada. gotmik is not wearing any titties and gotmik hasn't worn tits like i think the entire show which i think is so brilliant you know i'm sure it's like a really personal thing thing for her not choosing to wear boobs and drag and every it just looks it but it looks good on her every time i never look at her and be like i wish she had boobs in i think it always well, looks amazing
0: Got Mick tweeted out. I I think the quote is something like I spent ten thousand dollars getting rid of my tits and I'm never putting them back on. Um so like <laughs> honestly go off. But also got Mick is figured out figured out proportions because got Mick just looks amazing. Like amazing. Sir, like fucking sir. All right, Candy News is doing the pen the Pinwheel Redemption. Um this oh, is, is okay. that, there's nothing there's actually there's there's nothing wrong with this look except one thing. It's not the finale.
1: It's not. It's just like a regular runway. If the runway was like, uh, I don't know, what, color blocking. What color? No. If it was like, organza sheer. Corset. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, it, this is a runway look. This is not. This is not your final look. And 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 and. Ooh, so many things. And like in her in her in her in her commentary, she was like, like, candy Muse is not like I like all these bitches because of the finals are wearing gowns. Like I don't wear gowns or like something to that effect. And I'm like, it didn't episode two, you said you were literally going to wear a gown with a train that went all the way, blah, blah, blah. But you didn't, but something like, I was like, you were going to wear a gown. And also if Candy's you're going to wear ga- like
0: three Candy's won three or four gowns this season. She was wearing a gown and Henny, I shrunk the kids. She sewed a thing onto a gown for oh, Yeah. So Candy wears gowns.
1: Yes, yeah, so I was like, and also, but it, even using that logic, it's like, uh, baby, then why did yeah, look at the ground. Baby, if you don't wear gowns, doing a gown in a Candy Muse way and making it super unique to you and making it like like from the hood to Hollywood, like tying that theme in, that would have been beautiful and amazing as opposed to wearing this, which is not a final look.
0: I would like to get to the bottom of this, this finale gown story. Okay, so here's what their story is. <laughs> Candy had a train (laughs) that would have literally covered the entire stage. And for some reason, Candy chose not to wear the train that would have covered the stage. So instead, they sewed a train onto her finale gown, and she wore that during the trains episode. So now, I thought that maybe this massive train would have made a reappearance for this, but instead she's wearing this other outfit, which... I don't know. The story is... I don't know the story. It is wild. But I would like to see this massive train. Like, I want to see... I want to see
1: it. I, I want to see the truth. <laughs> I don't think that train ever fucking existed. And if, and if it and if it will exist on Twitter in two weeks, uh, someone is at a sewing machine right now making it. Because it didn't happen when this show was happening.
0: <laughs> but Monet's like, you have 24 hours to respond. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Other than, other than that, I think that Candy looks pretty in the face. I like the hair, but um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't dig this this look. Also, Candy, we we talked about this before. Candy, you know, she loves to wear things to like make herself like look like this. I'm like Candy. She's done other things that shows more chest to make her look like she has more neck. But this outfit is going up to like like all the way up here. It doesn't it doesn't look comfortable on her. Yeah, Candy's doing her neck no favors in this. Uh, yeah, in this look. Um she looks beautiful. And, but, but her face and hair are on point. Gorgeous. I wanna know who did this hair, because bitch, I want to wake like that actually.
0: So Rose is wearing Christopher palu Um and I here's the thing, Rose is snatched in real life. Why doesn't she just bring it in at the waist a little? A little.
1: Yeah, and then why put these lace black gloves? I was like, "What is that?" Like these gloves with this outfit was so fucking ugly. And I guess it, it probably is. Like obviously, it's a Scottish thing because she has like the leather belt with the tartan, and maybe, and that's and maybe that's where that per, white fluffy purse is coming in. But I do not. Maybe like the purse this. is like I,
0: a. It's is like a. Maybe the purse is a is a sheep because sheep are very prevalent in Scotland. Um, This, I'm not from Scotland, so obviously I don't have an affinity for it the way that she does, but she really wants you to know that she is Scottish. It is very important that you know that she's Scottish. It is getting kind of wild.
1: It is a known fact that a lady do tell you that she's from Scotland. Okay, I mean, girl.
0: I don't know that Lawrence Cheney has
1: mentioned being Scottish as many times <laughs> as Rose has mentioned being Scottish. And then also wearing this outfit that's that's like already making her look so big and it's coming up like this. Why would you choose to have your hair big? And down too, like she just looks so heavy. I'm like, if she would have done some type of sculpted updo or something to make things go up and like to make it feel lighter, it just feels so heavy and so like dowdy on her. And I just the fucking gloves kill me. I hate the fucking gloves so much. And oh, I love really? Rose. And with, maybe, oh, maybe, oh, oh, it don't, maybe it don't she's, sound like you
0: love Rose. It don't sound like you, you love know what, Rose.
1: Do you know what? Do you know what? Do you know what it looks like? It looks like she's trying to emulate like a bagpipe. Like you know how the bagpipes have those black pipes and the white thing yeah. is the, the whistle part. Maybe that's yeah. what she's trying to do. But it doesn't look good. It's not flattering on her. She's a tiny girl. She looks huge here. Yeah, this is, th- th- this ain't naked.
0: kid. I just, can't, I cannot, in good faith, uh, say that I love this look. Yeah. And that's on yeah, that. It's not great. Um, let's go into uh, Simone, who's wearing Gigi Good's mom. Christy Gagy. Um, I, I think she looks amazing. She looks beautiful. Um, she, I think that she looks gorgeous. I, I, what I actually do love is that because I know she doesn't do body, but the sleeves cover up the fact that she's not doing a lot of body. Um, I think she looks great. This is, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not knocked down. I'm not, I'm not, you know, destroyed. But she looks good. Yeah, this is good. This is,
1: this is good. I will say it's this. Got
0: make eight everyone on this
1: run. Oh. She had the best one, hands down. It was amazing. It was it was it, w- it was creative. It was beautiful. It was pretty simple. Like you think about, it. it's just like a black and white dress with like the I'm talking about simple. She literally had Monet. She, she but she, she was did, great. But,
0: but I see what you mean. It's, it's just a a, a a gown with dots on. It. It's a stretch gown with dots on it. But she didn't overthink it.
1: Yeah, she looks amazing. She ate these. Like if up you for if like you look at, if then. you
0: go back and look at Candy's outfit, Candy has a corset, a zipper, lace up the back, a t- a collar, uh, shoulders, uh, piping sleeves. at the end of her thing. The, the, the it's, there's uh, uh, there's a lot going on. It feels like it is a mm-hmm. little overthought. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, all right. Yeah. We have one episode left, but as of right now, Florence Lee is still in the lead of Evian's no, Drag Race. No two. Which,
1: Two, you know, these girls are gonna have looks on for the for, for the finale. I mean, for the True that. for the uh, reunion.
0: True that. Florence Lee has twelve looks. Rachel and Dumby has eight looks. That's the Utica's designer. Marco
1: Marco did seven. Casey Caldwell did six. You want to keep going, Mom? Black and white striped has six. Christopher Balu has five. Joshua Ponte has five. Coco Vega has five. Dominica Torres five, and Diego Montoya is he's at the bottom of the totem pole with four. None of them. Wore Diego for, for the finale. I think a lot of them are like, okay, are people always wear Diego for the finale. I'm not gonna be that girl. I'm gonna do something else. This the, lip sync. Uh, what do you think about that? The lip sync. Well, we haven't even talked about uh, the, the, the 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 the
0: conversations with with their childhood selves.
1: Oh 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 oh! oh. I mean, those are all pretty, really personal, and they all were sweet. No, no, nothing like stood out as oh my god to me. I think they were all beautiful. And, um, oh, oh, I, I oh, oh, I did like the fact that RuPaul was like, with Godmix permission, we're showing I this picture. I wrote that.
0: I wrote that down. I was like, RuPaul made sure she let everyone know that we got your permission to show you uh, yeah. when you're when you're presenting like a quote unquote girl. Um, yeah. Which is, I actually, I, I, I love that, and I love that RuPaul was like, I it is, it. It, it, it sets a precedent that, that you that you know, everyone's not, although I do think it's weird that they didn't do that with Peppermint.
1: Uh, well, I think maybe when Peppermint was there, maybe they weren't, uh, I, I think that people are being more conscious when they do things like that. You know what I mean? I think that uh, Peppermint was what, this was 2017, now we're in 2021. I think in these five years, people are like realizing I need to be more sensitive and I need to get someone's permission before I show them, you know, in a different way.
0: Yeah. I mean, it is, it, it, it's growth is what it is. Um, yeah, but I also know because you'll notice with peppermint they did, which I'm very grateful that they didn't do, because they used to dead name you. No, they they not their name. Say say your birth name, like say your real oh, name. Yeah, but yeah. I am intrigued by the fact that they would not say. What would you say to little Cade? Like like he did like say that. He, no, RuPaul didn't say that. Oh no, he Got said he said and, what would you say to Cade now? To, to your younger self. And got Mick said, your name is Cade now. So, back when they did all of the ones with... um, I, I, may, I may be getting this wrong. I'm sure someone will let me know. Back on season 9 or 10, they held them up. Or it was 9. And they told everyone else, what would you say? And they said their legal name. And with Peppa, they said Young Peppermint. But also, yeah. if you know Peppermint, Peppermint is very weird with people knowing her real name. Like Pe- Yeah, Peppermint, she does not fuck with that.
1: She does not fuck it, with that.
0: Like, Peppermint does not want you to know her real name. Peppermint, my name is Peppermint.
1: Yeah. One time we were on a thing, and someone on a zoo, I feel like it was for maybe Macbeth or something else, and someone said Peppermint's, like, government name, and I was like, I was, I, I went out of frame. I was like, girl, my name. <laughs> I was like, I didn't say it. It wasn't me. <laughs> it, it,
0: it, it's like, it's like, um... It's like Lady Bunny out of drag. Remember, Lady Bunny's Girl. not joking if she's not in drag. It is a whole thing.
1: Well, yeah. Well, Bunny, um, you know, we do a podcast together, and um, Bunny, you know, it is when you search Lady Bunny, it is the top search thing. Lady Bunny out of drag.
0: Um, what what I write down? Uh, Michelle says that. Um, oh, I wrote about the thing about about uh, you know watching every time Simone talks is, is she's on an emotional roller coaster. Like she is. Everyone, uh, there's a lot of tears, but Simone can't even make it through her speech. She is just in pieces. I'm like, girl, I mean, I get it. I get it. Woo, Lord have mercy. Woo, Lord have mercy. Um, And Candy's childhood picture was so cute. That Candy looks the exact Oh, my God, same, so
1: cute. The so exact
0: cute. same. Uh, what else did I write down? Um, that's all I wrote down about the, uh, the speeches. I mean, whose speech did you think was the best?
1: Um, I don't think any of them were better than the other. I liked them all for different reasons. I, I, I love how emotional Simone got. I loved how um, I loved how real candy was about hers. I will say, now i thinking about it, like we're talking about storylines, I think that Rose's was one that I was like, good for you. I wasn't like emotionally, super emotionally invested in it. Like how, obviously with Simone, like literally breaking down and um, got mixed uh, journey um, with um, identity and... Um, and Candy, you know, talking about uh, prison and uh, maybe th- I think she prison. I, she don't in think prison she's, I don't think
0: she said prison. I think jail, she's in jail, jail,
1: jail, jail. Uh, either talk about her, maybe not, she not Monet did being like
0: mom. Monet being like when Candy was on death row.
1: Um uh, What else? Uh, <laughs> Shut up.
0: <laughs> when Candy called it twenty five to life charge. uh What else?
1: What else? What else? What else? Uh, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, Rosé is the one I probably like connected to the least emotionally. I again, it's because we're probably from two different experience, uh, two different experience, very two different worlds, you know. Candy oh, girl, and, I mean, and Simone. Uh, Ro- yeah, Rosé
0: was like, "You're very supported. Your family loves you. You're you're, you're going to go far. You're going to achieve everything <laughs> you ever set out to do with very little. Um, just you're, you're really going to be doing. You're going to be nailing."
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, one, 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 one year in 2020, people are going to yell Black Lives Matter, but just know that all lives do matter, and that <laughs> That's <includes> just... you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you are so ridiculous. Yeah. She, um... Yeah, she was really just like, yeah, you're, you you know, honestly, everything's great. You got this. You're just,
1: you really, woof.
0: you are, you are. You know what? That song "Lucky" was written about you. I'll tell you that.
1: <laughs> oh my god, I saw your tweet, and Bob, I don't think they needed to reference Britney Spears "Lucky." You are doing too much. I cannot much.
0: believe that no one even just referenced Britney Spears. I mean. Call me, I I, I would have maybe said call me Britney because I'm like call me Britney cause I'm lucky, bitch. Like that would have been just a, a little moment like that. That would have been if, if if one of the lyrics would have been call me Britney cause I'm lucky, that to me that would have been like Chef's kiss. <laughs> so I love the fact that the lip sync is one at a time. This is so much better than making four, because I did it four at a time.
1: That is too much. Four people on, that is too much. That is too much. That Wouldn't stage, by the Trinity? way, this stage, How? Yeah, it was just me and Trinity. How big would you say the stage is on Drag Race? That is like okay. what? It's like. Okay, this is important to note. Season
0: eight was the last season to do this. So if you all look at the stage of Drag Race, it's a T. But there are these two big black squares in the negative space. And you can walk on that too. On my season, that negative space wasn't there. So you could only walk on the actual runway, and the <laughs> runway itself is <laughs> probably
1: Narrow. four to
0: four to five feet, maybe. Yeah. Each little yeah. square is like three square. Each one is about uh, each is about a three to four, uh, a four to five foot square. So, like, if I spread my arms, I'm off the stage. And my scene, right. those those little blocks were not there. So when you lip sync, you can only go up the T down. Make a hard left.
1: Yeah. That's a lot of that's a, that so so for four people to perform on that, that's crazy. That's insane to me. So I'm glad they did it one at a time and
0: Simone eight. Simone
1: eight. Everyone else. I love she's... She took out the, her just, little, um, her little handkerchief. Yeah, Simone was the best in the lip sync. Hands up.
0: What I wrote, yeah, I, I wrote down when Simone pulled out that towel, she won. Like that was she won that lip sync. I think Candy is a uh, is a shake is a shaker. So, uh, Sasha Valour is also a shaker. Someone who shows emotion by shaking, like they like they like oh, shake their hands it. and like and like like <laughs> do a lot of like stay step kind of without bending their knees. Does that doesn't make any sense? Where you kind of like go left to right without bending your knees and you like <laughs> what the shake. Fuck? Have you seen, do you know what I'm talking about? They, they kind of do this. This is how they show they're their emotional. They're like, they're like and then, uh- so they, they, they it's, it's, like Candy is like a shaker to show that she's conveying emotion. Her whole body starts going. Also, um, Rose is a pointer sister. I am a pointer sister too. Rose? Jacob, can you pull up that that gif of um of, of that Nick sent you of Rose? She she likes to like throw a like hit on beat, bum, 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 bum. I relate to that. I am also a pointer sister and the, like hit on the beat kind of girl as well.
1: And Simone's just she's just that bitch did it. Yeah. She did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she did a great did job. It. She did a great job. I I did like that they did it one by one and I and then, yeah, I think that they should listen. I told you for this for lip sync for the crown for this finale episode. I think they should give each bitch a black leotard, the same fucking wig, the same fucking black pleaser pump, and do your number like that. I don't want to see releasing a swarm of bees. I don't want to see. I just want. It, I want it to be simple. I don't. I don't think it needs to be all this extra or hair butterfly shit. We don't need all that.
0: I disagree. This is what uh, Nick sent. <laughs> Um, it's a picture of of Rosé like throwing her hand out and it says Wanda would anyone ask to be freed from her torture (laughs) (laughs) Um, no I disagree with you Monet okay first go back I want to say that Candy's skirt reveal was too much
1: it was because it was. the reason
0: why it's too much is because the skirt is literally see through. We already know what's on the <laughs> other side of the skirt. Like, but we, I don't think like slow, I don't think she was
1: revealing. She was just she was doing it so she could lip sync eat better. It was she wasn't doing it to gag you, Bob. Everything not about you.
0: Yeah, but I don't know. I, you know what? My, I just it, it didn't work for me. That's all I'm saying. It didn't. It didn't
1: work for me. <laughs> um, uh, but let's talk about what the polls are. So on this casino, you know, when when uh, like, okay, now I want to hear from you. You are you team Simone? Are you team Got Mick? Are you team Rose? Are you so? These are the polls as they stand right now. This is Saturday night at twelve thirty eight in the morning. If you're if you're in L.A., uh, what's, that, uh, what's that? What's that, uh, Not 9. <laughs> 9.38. If you, you in L.A.? To,
0: nine, you are about to literally <laughs> bust a brain, a blood <laughs> vessel trying, trying to convert the time zones. We are three in specific time. We're three hours behind.
1: 9.38. The polls are as is. This is on Twitter. Simone has 35,000 likes. Got Mick has 32.2 thousand. Rose has 30.1 thousand. And Candy has 9,227 likes.
0: I mean, Candy is way behind. I mean, I'm not gagged. I'm not gagged, to be honest. Um, And -hmm. I would say that this order is exactly the order that I put them in, Simone, Mick, Rosé, and Candy. Um, And it seems to be uh, pretty common across all the platforms. Mick and Rosé, I mean, Mick and Simone are pretty close, and then Mick and Rosé are pretty close. But Simone and Rosé are not close because of, if that makes any sense. Do you want to read the Instagram ones? Yeah, Instagram. Simone has one hundred fifty-four thousand likes. Got Mick has one hundred fifty-two thousand likes. Rose has one twenty-seven, and Candy has fifty-two. I mean, Candy's back there, and that's, that's probably hard to see. And if Candy's listening, yeah. this, I want you to know you are you are incredibly talented. You are really phenomenal. And oh yeah, I, for sure. I mean, she, she knows she's she's really. I mean, listen, some girls didn't get a chance to be in the ball.
1: You know what I mean? Yeah, I was I was talking I was talking to I was been texting with some of the girls. um, and I and and if whoever, whichever one of, of these girls listen to this, drag race is not indicative of what of, of of your worth as a queen, of your talent, of what you can achieve in life, bitch. After this, use this as a motherfucking jumping off point to go the fuck off. Whatever your things you want to do, bitch, go off. Find a team that'll help you make this stuff and make it really good. And as long as you create the content you want or do the things you want to do or the auditions you want, yeah. like that's all that fucking matters. Don't use. Don't make this be what your worth is and if <clears throat> anyone wants to see the
0: rose gif i've tweeted it out on my twitter you can go see if if, 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 if you don't watch one division it won't make sense let's listen to some of these um uh comments from our listeners one
1: yeah
0: i personally think that it was basically split i think that got mick pretty much had the best performance and on top of that she had the best verse but I also feel like, in terms of the lip sync and the runway, Simone got that. So I think it was really split between those two. Okay. I, I mean, I would kind of say similarly, except based off the whole season, I think between Simone and Mick, it is split. But in my opinion, Mick ate this episode for, I mean, left nothing. Left nothing I agree. for anyone. Let's listen I to
1: Even, even again, even again, the way that Rue even Rue was engaging with her, I think all of that to me is is compiles the episode. And I think some uh, Gottmik won the episode fully, for sure. Let's listen to Chris.
0: Is it just me, or does Candy look like she's cosplaying as all of the characters of Scooby Doo at I'm, the same exact I'm time? I am fucking.
1: I am fucking <laughs> undone. I am undone, <laughs> <laughs> bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I am fucking undone. Yes, I see she it. does. She has, da- she has Daphne's hair. Oh my god! Yes. The F
0: Scott from um from Fred. That is. I'm fucking the, done. The voice. The voice
1: is Scooby. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, jinkies, girl, jink fucking keys. Let's listen to Leah. I can't wait until All Stars 10 when Rose comes back after conquering her crippling ruffle addiction.
0: i mean it it did feel like at one point during the speech rupaul basically told rose that she'll be on all stars that's what i got rupaul was like i know that you're the girl i can always count on when i call you it was like something she said like that and i was like this bitch just said you're going to be on all stars i just i feel like i just heard rupaul in so many words say bitch i'll see you on all stars oh my god bob so you think rose is gonna win Anyway, uh, let's move on. So, uh, so the, you're not frozen. I can I can see you right there. <laughs> um, so I mean, there it is. We we we're gonna of course we're gonna next week we're gonna be tuning in to re, to review the reunion, which um no has been, they, yeah next week's reunion Monet, and then the finale. Oh really? Yep, next week's reunion then the finale, and I will say that. The reunions have gotten a lot, a lot less spicy. We haven't had a spicy reunion since All Stars Two. No, are you kidding? Season Ten. You're right. You're right, y'all. Y'all, I forgot y'all's fight. Oh my god, y'all,
1: y'all were acting
0: wild. We we were not. We were
1: not acting wild. People were mad because you you tried to engage in a full on fist fight with someone. Who are you? Who did you try to fight with? you and Vixen Vixen, only because Vixen Vixen tried to misrepresent what I said and I was like oh and bitch, the gag." I will say I I think I got I was getting a little wild when I stood up standing up in a situation like that is very aggressive and I recognize my role in that but she tried to lie on me and I was like I did not say that
0: Standing up does escalate. Vixen did it again. Well, I, was, I was watching the other day, and Vixen does this thing where she'll just say things like, "I remember she was like, every girl here had said they said they were irritated by you, Eureka, and then you were like, I did not, I did not say that, <laughs> and then three the other girls were like, I also did, The other girls like, I I just for the record, I also did not say that." <laughs> And Vixen, but, was like, well, I, but, Vixen was like, "Well, I'm assuming that every girl's annoyed with you." And I was like, "I get annoyed with my fucking mom sometimes." But that doesn't mean she. Was, she was like, "Everyone hates you, that? bitch!" And they were like, "When I was like, whoa, 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 <laughs> I didn't say that.
1: <laughs> well, I think and, and it, it. It was very like, I, I, what was I watching? Oh, Shay. Posted like a compilation of like love and hip hop moments, and in the reunions, it always gets crazy when a bitch stands up. It's like everything is cool, everyone is just yelling and doing the normal things. But when somebody stands up, bitch, it is World War fucking three. I cannot believe you aggressed her. You were so shady.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if you if, if you um, enjoyed our show, please give me and Monet a follow right here on the Stereo app. We would greatly uh, to quote. Um, to quote um Rose, we greatly appreciate the like here love. That's Irish. Um, wow, that was a good no no, that was that, that, that was a little Scottish. It was a little Scottish Irish. Well, I absolutely appreciate you to follow us here on the app. Um, a big thank you to
1: Monet Exchange for being uh my partner in crime here. That was good, that was good. And um big shout out to this bitch for being here too. Can you do it in a Scottish accent? I'm not good at Scottish. Um, I'm so excited to be here. Ew, no, I just sound like I'm from Minnesota.
0: (laughs) All right, thank you all so much and uh, we will talk to you all uh, very soon. All right, we'll see you next time. Bye,
1: everyone.
0: A podcast network.